0: You are listening to The Next Best Picture Podcast, and this is our review of Florence Foster Jenkins.
1: I'm so excited! We're going to make a recording.
2: Bravo. It was wonderful, Bunny.
1: Can I try another taste? Well, I don't see
2: why. That seemed perfect to me. When I was 16 years old, my father told me that if I didn't give up music, he'd cut me off. Of course, he didn't understand. Music is my life.
0: Cosme McMoon?
2: That's me, sir. My stroke. this is the talented young man I was telling you about. Let's get started. She's remarkable, isn't she? She can be a little flat. Flat? It defies medical science. Maestro, do you think I'm ready for a concert? Expand your diaphragm, Florence. I think Madame Florence might need need more lessons. Please. My wife is ill. Singing is her dream, and I'm going to give it to her. We have to help her, because without loyalty, there's nothing. You know, I played for the president when I was eight years old. Really? Yes, Little Miss Foster, they called me. I had very high hopes of becoming a concert pianist, but then when the nerves were damaged in my left hand, that's not to be. Her condition is improving. What is her secret? Music. She lives for music.
0: That was Florence Foster Jenkins. How did she get on the radio? I lost my left leg at Guadalcanal, but that dame's got me happy to be alive.
2: The lady is a lesson in courage, and we love her. Oh, God. She must never see this. I'd like every copy of the post that you have. I just think this might be too much for you. This is my favorite place, and I'm going to sing here. I cannot play Carnegie Hall with Madame Florence. We'll be murdered out there. Music is important. It should not be
0: marked. She has done more for the musical life of this city than anyone, and that includes you.
1: 3,000 people. They need joy. They need music.
2: Right. Madame Florence, you must
3: go on. This is what we live for, isn't it? This
2: moment. It's going very, very, very well. <laughs>
0: Alright right, everybody, you were just listening to the trailer for Florence Foster Jenkins, and the story is as follows. In the 1940s, New York socialite Florence Foster Jenkins dreams of becoming a great opera singer. Unfortunately, her ambition far exceeds her talent. The voice Florence hears in her head is beautiful, but to everyone else, it is quite lousy. Her husband, St. Clair, goes to extreme lengths to make sure his wife never finds out how awful she truly is. When Florence announces her plans for a concert at Carnegie Hall, St. Clair soon realizes he's facing his greatest challenge yet. The film is starring Meryl Streep, Hugh Grant, Simon Helberg, Rebecca Ferguson, and Nina Arianda. It is directed by Stephen Frears, written by Nicholas Martin. Here to join me for this Patreon podcast review, I have Amanda Spears.
1: Hello.
2: Dan Baer. Oh, Mr. Neglia, you inspire me. I shall write some lyrics. Oh, I certainly hope not. And
0: also Ryan C. Showers. Hey, everybody. All right. So welcome, everyone, uh, to get ready for it. Here it goes.
1: Oh, reveal of Florence Foster Jenkins.
0: That was, I'm sorry. I had to. I had to at least try.
1: That was (laughs) that you? You could have warned us before you did that in my ear. Hey,
0: you know what? There was no warning when I watched this movie, okay? And I had to endure what Meryl Streep put us through on this. So, (laughs) but that's the thing about Florence Foster Jenkins, right? A uh, real life person thought she had a great voice, and uh oh, honest reality is that she did not. She was a laughing stock, but let's let's face it. But it was kind of like this weird sensation, almost kind of like uh the room in many ways, where it's just so bad it's good, and now something like cats, for example. <laughs> In, in a
1: weird no, way. No, this is better than cats. That, that, that's mean.
0: No, no, I, but Florence, the person herself, in, in regards to her voice. Okay. So, what I'm getting at here is that the movie, though, the movie is actually quite good. At least I thought it was. But what do you guys think of it? Why don't we hear from Dan Baer first? Dan, what do you think of Florence Foster Jenkins?
2: The, the movie, I quite enjoy until the last 5 minutes. Ooh, interesting. All right, we'll have to dig into that in a little bit. I I just like I I really dig what this movie is doing comedically. I think it um uses just about every trick in the book to ring comedy from nearly every scene that it has um, I enjoy Merrill's performance even if I don't think it's particularly great and I think Hugh Grant is legitimately great but the those last 5 minutes just it it is this tonal dissonance with the rest of the movie that I I don't know that there was necessarily any way for it to work, but it definitely doesn't work this way. Okay.
0: All right. Fair enough.
4: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. To your happy place For a happy price Go to your happy price price Priceline
0: Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers I know most people don't like ads but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on Uh, Ryan, what about you? Florence Foster Jenkins. I
2: think this
4: is a very sweet film, and um, the look of it is just ravishing. You know, the costumes are so well done, and the um, the sets are nice, um, and the performances, of course, keep keep the film afloat. And I don't think Hugh Grant has ever been better. Um, and the film is just very solid, solidly made. Um, I there's not much to say bad about it other than it's not, it just doesn't go the extra mile to be something
0: sensational or a masterpiece. Okay. All right. I think that's, I think that's also really fair. Amanda, what about you?
1: I think it's delightful. I mean, it's not going to be an all time great. I mean, this isn't going to make the top 10 list of a Meryl Streep off kind of movie, but it's just so good. And this was the beginning of Hugh Grant's, uh,
0: Renaissance, if you will. I'm
1: trying to think of Yeah. Well, renaissance or revitalization of his career because he hadn't been this good in a long time. But then, then, then we got a very British scandal or an English scandal. I get, you know.
0: Also Paddington, too. Don't forget that.
1: Yeah. Well, Paddington, too. But he's kind of like finally done away with this. Rom com. He's fallen in love with every leading lady in Hollywood.
0: And now he's falling in love with Meryl Streep, of all people.
1: (laughs) Well, but he's almost.
0: And Rebecca Ferguson in the same movie. (laughs) But he
1: is her equal. There are very few actors who can equal her. That's true. And he is definitely up to the task and rises to the occasion. I think in a way he hasn't been pushed in a long time.
0: I definitely agree with that because when I saw this movie, Hugh Grant was the revelation for me in many ways. Yeah. I expected Merrill to be great and Stephen Frears as a director, you know, when you look at the man's filmography, pretty solid track mm-hmm. record, I would say, you know, Philomena, the queen. And then even go back like even further in his career, Dangerous Liaisons, and there's a bunch of others scattered throughout there. I mean, yeah, there's the occasional dud here or there, but for the most part, whenever Stephen Frears is attached to a movie, I definitely perk up a little bit and I get excited for what I'm about to see because usually it tends to be a solid movie. And I think that rings true here, but I agree with everyone that the performances of this are are what really kind of elevates it because, you know, listen, Danny Cohen as a cinematographer, I've never been that big of a fan. I think a lot of his movies are always visually flat unless if he's working with like Tom Hooper and then he's doing some weird Dutch angles and other freaky shit. There, and there's there's one scene where that comes into play here in this movie for a brief second. But, you know, Brian mentioned the costumes. The costumes are lovely, Oscar nominated. And the movie just has a very nice flow to it. You know, one thing, and I'm going to just get this out of the way now. Did anybody else notice that there was a wipe editing transition early on in the movie and that they never ever do that ever again? No. Okay, I'm the only one that ever notices this stuff.
2: Gotcha. <laughs>
1: I mean i noticed it when i was, like I, star wars but i didn't notice it the one time it happened I, in this film
2: I, I do know i did i do notice that when i watch the movie but it does not bother me it's so odd
0: because it's the only time it happens and so anyways. it is
2: very weird when you realize that oh they they only did that just the ones
0: yeah exactly okay.
2: so getting all of that out of the
0: way though the movie is all the things that you guys just said it's delightful it's entertaining it's um, got solid performances in it with, uh, I, I, I think I agree. I think Hugh Grant's best in show. And mm-hmm. I really do think that he's giving uh, one of the best performances of his career in this movie, quite frankly.
1: It hasn't been that good since like, Sense and Sensibility, I think, for weddings and a funeral.
2: Yeah. I, w- I would say Cloud Atlas. I love him in that. Yeah. Uh,
4: Matt, I think you really hit on something about Stephen Frears that is, um, that is very true. And I think that speaks to what how I experienced this movie. Um, whenever um, you see his name attached to a project, you know it's going to be competent. And I think this movie is very competent. And it, within its competence, it's very sweet and mm-hmm. enjoyable. And that's really the strength of the film. Um, it's very sturdy. Um, th- there's, no, there's not a, a whole lot wrong with it. It doesn't take a lot of risks. Um, and therefore, there is there is a payoff. It's just not a huge payoff, in my opinion.
0: Hey, everyone. Sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our full 2016 review of Florence Foster Jenkins here on the Next Best Picture podcast. In order to get the full-length review, you will have to head on over to our Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get the rest of this review and other exclusive podcast content from nextbestpicture.com. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Acast, Caspox, CastBox, Google Play, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time.